You're listening to The Garrett Ashley Mullet Show on Anchor FM. I'm Garrett Ashley Mullet, and I want to talk about everything. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Garrett Ashley Mullet Show, coming to you fresh from Greeley, Colorado. I am Garrett Ashley Mullet. And this is my show. Today is Sunday, March 14th, 2021. And there is a blizzard outside. Funny little story before we get into today's topic, which is self-promotion. There was a plan for church to happen this morning, like usual. We were expecting to go in early, my boys and I. My oldest son had signed up for the sound and audiovisual multimedia booth. I don't know which chair he was going to sit in today, but he was going to try helping there in some capacity. He had signed up for that. And I was on the docket. I was scheduled to help with leading the music. And we got there. We got there 20 minutes early because we were a little bit concerned about road conditions. There was a snowpocalypse forecast for this weekend. And I've got a four-wheel drive pickup. I've got uh, F-150 that I can just pop into four-wheel drive. And I wasn't too worried about getting across town, but I figured that we might have a cancellation of in-person services today on account of the snow. And that's all right, because when you have a foot or more, or what was forecasted for up to two to three feet in some places, it can make it difficult for other people to get there safely and in one piece. And so you make allowances. And it ended up being that we got there. And there was a family that had come and was in the process of removing snow from the parking lot and shoveling the sidewalk and the entrance to the church. And so we helped them for a bit and did as much as you can do with a snow shovel. Mr. Clark moved around with his tractor, and he was doing the uh, plowing. But I ended up getting a call, and I gave a recommendation, or at least my input. And uh, I think other people had also chimed in and said, hey, it's looking pretty rough out there. Roads don't look so great. And so there ended up being a cancellation of in-person services today. And that's all right, though. That's okay that that ended up being the case. We were there. We were ready. But... Uh, I approve of or support or am in agreement with having decided to change the plan for this morning. That's the kind of plan that you need to have for anything in life that you don't have complete control over. Even the things that you think you have pretty good control over, you need to make plans and then you need to have a plan to adjust your plans. That's part of the planning process is coming up with contingencies and saying, Maybe if this happens, I'll do that. And if that happens, I'll do this other thing. And that's just fine, right? That's part of life. And you kind of roll with the punches a little bit and try to stay frosty, friends. Now, on to the subject of today's podcast. I want to talk a bit about self-promotion. And as a segue into the general topic, I'll tell you, I've been working here in recent weeks on trying to promote not myself as if I'm a solution and I am a means 
to the end of myself, but promoting my work. And what I mean by my work is I mean this podcast, I mean the book that I wrote, I finished up and published the end of last year, which has been on the market now for three months, give or take a few weeks. And I want people to read the book and I want people to listen to the podcast and I want people to read what I've written if it's helpful. I want them to hear what I've said if it's helpful. And if it's not, then okay. But if I hide my lamp under a bushel, who is to blame for it not being seen? If I have talents and I bury them in the field, who's to blame for those talents not coming to much good purpose? So I don't want that. I don't want to bury my talents in a field. If I have something good to advertise here that will benefit people, I want to advertise it and not just kind of quietly whisper in a corner something that would be helpful if people had actually heard it, but they can't make out what I said because maybe I was too insecure. I was too nervous about being heard. I don't want to make a podcast and then tell nobody about it. But then I always struggle with this thorny problem of promoting my work because I feel like as soon as I've attached my name to it, people are going to think that I'm promoting myself, which I suppose in some measure I am insofar as this is a personal work. This is my personal podcast. I do joint ventures with other people. And when that's the case, okay, let's fly under a different flag. Let's fly under a different banner. We'll sail the seas with a Jolly Roger or the Union Jack or whatever it is that we're trying to represent. But if I'm doing my solo thing, I want to stand by my work. I want there to be a signature there that you can know this is me saying these things. Just like when it's me in partnership with somebody else, I want them to be able to say, this is our work and I don't want to take undue credit for other people's efforts. But in the case of this podcast, it's the Garrett Ashley Mullet Show. And I want to stand by my work. And I, I don't think that it'll have the same weight or the same effect if I don't. But what do you do when you've branded yourself a podcaster, a writer, and somebody comes back with, well, who do you think you are, right? What do you think that people need to listen to you? Isn't that a little bit thinking highly of yourself? Aren't you being a little bit conceited and self-impressed? I really hope not is what I would say to those people who never say those things to my face, but maybe they think them and maybe they feel them and maybe they wonder. I certainly hope that I'm not being full of myself and I'm not being conceited. One of the big things that I worry about is that my work at some point is very successful and the success goes to my head. I don't want that. I don't want to be conceited. But there is another side to that coin, which is, I don't want my work to be unsuccessful and have that go to my head. And so what I need to do is I need to walk this fine line between promoting the work that I'm doing and not promoting myself in an egotistical or arrogant way. The scriptures say that we should not think more highly of ourselves than we ought, but in humility we should consider one another as more important than ourselves. And if I were to back up and go in a time machine to when I was a kid, I would tell you about, I would narrate for you a younger Garrett Mullet thinking that he was behind the curve. He was behind his peer group. 
Growing up as a homeschool kid, I thought that all of the kids that went to public school were way ahead of me. They were over twice as far along in their education on a daily basis compared with me because I was getting my stuff done in three hours and then moving on to Lego and watching John Luke Picard in Star Trek The Next Generation. I was moving on to doing fun things that I enjoyed, and I just assumed that if kids in the public schools are going to school for eight hours a day, they're going over twice as long as I am, and then they bring homework home, and maybe it's three times as much time that they're putting in to get the same amount of work done. And so they probably understand this material three times as well as I do. So early on, there was an insecurity on my part that made me feel like I needed to step up my game. And I just read this interesting book this past week called The Talent Code by Daniel Coyle. I would recommend it to anybody who is pursuing excellence themselves or who is trying to mentor or coach somebody who wants to be excellent in their field. If you are coaching kids in sports, if you are trying to teach somebody a musical instrument, if you're trying to mentor somebody through just normal, average life problems, you're trying to give them financial advice, you're trying to give them career advice, whatever it is, read this book because he... Daniel Coyle, goes into, I think, a lot of insightful material that is helpful. And so one of the things I thought in particular specifically was uh, beneficial, one of the things that I thought was worth commenting on, and I did comment to my wife about it, is where Daniel Coyle talks about people who are the fastest in the world. They have the best time in competitive races, racing sports, running sprints, marathons, things like that, who are the fastest people in the world, and why are they the fastest people in the world? They're standout in their field. They tried to be fast, and they did it. They're faster than pretty much everybody else. One thing I didn't expect Coyle to bring up is birth order. What Coyle says is that Most of the fastest people in the world are not the firstborn, they're not the secondborn, they're not even the thirdborn child in their family of origin, they're the fourthborn. And so what that means, according to Coyle, is that the fourthborn child learns early on that they have to hurry in order to catch up with their older siblings, in order to keep up, in order to not get left behind. And that deep conviction that they will fall behind and they'll be left in the dust by their older brothers and sisters causes them to run harder. And it gives them a motivation in their deepest motivating parts of their heart and their mind and their soul to hurry, to work up a strength, work up an endurance, work up a speed and agility and balance that will allow them to keep pace with their family because they don't want to be left behind. And then what do you know in their peer group that is their age and their size, they find themselves faster. They find themselves more driven. They weren't trying to catch up with their peer group. They were trying to catch up with kids that are older than they are. And so 
what does that mean for us? What does that mean for me? Growing up, I thought I was behind. And so in my free time in high school, I would pick up books like Adam Smith's Wealth of Nations, not because it was part of my curriculum, not because it was something I was required to read, but because I thought I was behind. I picked up William Shakespeare and I started reading Shakespeare for fun because I thought I was behind. And if I didn't read that kind of stuff on my own, I might not be able to keep pace with my peers who weren't homeschooled. And so you come to the present and in a given week, I might finish two or three audiobooks, good, meaty, uh, substantive audiobooks, not fluff. And I've lately tried to become more relatable and I've tried to expose myself to material that will give me ideas for this podcast. And so I've started listening to other podcasts by people that I respect or that I think have something worthwhile to say and that should be said or should be heard or it's worth considering at least. And so as I'm listening to podcasts and I'm listening to audiobooks, I find myself wondering how many of my peers are doing likewise. And if they're not doing likewise, is that maybe because they didn't have that early on fear or insecurity that they were behind? If they didn't think that they were behind, maybe they rested on their laurels. Maybe they didn't hustle the same way that I feel like I need to hustle. Maybe they didn't try to pick up books by famous authors, influential classical books by people that most people find maybe a little esoteric or a little bit boring. I don't need to read that kind of thing. Other people read that kind of thing. I'll just rely on other people to tell me what it says. Well, Maybe the kinds of people that write those books, the kinds of people that read those books for fun on their own without being forced to, required to, told to, maybe those people are the kinds of people who think they're behind and they need to catch up. And so... Going back to the self-promotion piece, I find that as I'm trying to promote the Garrett Ashley Mullet Show, I'm conflicted because on the one hand, I don't want to seem like I'm tooting my own horn, but on the other hand, I feel like I'm behind. I feel like I have worthwhile things to say, and if people should be able to hear these things, I'm going to need to refine my process in a hurry. I'm going to need to refine my branding. I'm going to need to refine my presentation. I'm going to need to refine my technical prowess. I'm going to have to refine my organization skills. I'm going to have to be more intentional than maybe most people are in the way that they talk and the way that they think. I'm going to have to, even in my everyday conversation, try to filter out the uhs and the ums, but not do such a great job of structuring everything that I seem robotic. Beep boop. Boop beep boop boop beep beep beep. I'm going to maybe need to find a way to be conversational, but also intentional, also organized, also relevant, also informative, also insightful, also inquisitive, also genuine. So what I've done this past week and I wrestled with it for about a week, 
I hired an artist on Fiverr to redesign the Garrett Ashley Mullet Show logo. And so if you are listening to this podcast anywhere, you should see an updated logo that I'd love to get your feedback on if you think this is a good one. Also, you could buzz over to the com and you can see I've got a website built now and I'm starting to flesh that out and I'd like to get some coffee mugs and some t-shirts ordered and to have those be something that listeners can order from the website. They can order it and they can use that as a way of sponsoring this show, of supporting this show. I'd like to do things like that with this new logo and have it be something that people can get behind and they can share. Because that's the thing, right? If you're listening to me right now, maybe I started out three years ago and I was amateurish and it was experimental, like I said all along. And you enjoyed what I had to say and you still listen. Maybe you just picked it up in the past four or five months and you like what I have to say. But if the presentation is not very good, if it's not very organized, there's a whole lot of other podcasts out there in the world that somebody could listen to. And you might just hesitate to share this with friends who don't know me, people who don't know Garrett personally in real life. You might be hesitant to say, hey, check this out. This guy's got something good to say on this or that issue that we were just talking about the other day or that's in the news right now. Listen to what he has to say. Tell me what you think, right? You might be a little bit reluctant to share the Garrett Ashley Mullet Show if it's amateur hour up in here. And so what I want to do is I want to help you to not be embarrassed if what I'm saying is worth sharing. I don't want you to be embarrassed because it's unkempt, because I didn't put a lot of effort and thought into presenting it. If you watch a cooking show, which I don't typically, unless my wife or my kids have it on when I'm walking through the room, you'll know that in cooking competitions, these shows like Iron Chef, a lot of the scoring goes into presentation. It isn't enough for a food to be delicious and nutritious. It also needs to have a certain aesthetic quality to it. And if a chef has thrown together a delicious meal, but they were sloppy in the way that they plated it, that can be a turnoff for the judges. It could be a turnoff for people at home who maybe don't want to go to a restaurant that serves food that looks like that. Maybe a lot of people do, but maybe the people in your life want, when they have the chance for a date night with their significant other, Maybe they want to go to a restaurant where the food doesn't just taste good. It also looks good. So if I'm a chef, I want to plate my food in an intentional way to where this is a work of art and it makes you hungry when you look at it. And it's not false advertising to where you take a bite and it's like, hmm, that looked a lot better than it tastes. You want it to be a good experience all around for it to be delicious, nutritious, and visually appealing. That's what I want for this podcast too. I want this to be something that you benefit from. I want it to be something that I benefit from, but I don't want to be selfish about this where I'm the only one getting a benefit. That's not compelling for you. I could just sit in a room and talk to myself while I record my own voice, listen back to that if that's what I was going for. And this is, I hope, not a vanity project wherein I just want the attention. 
I don't think that's what it is. If you're out there and you wonder if that's what it is, I don't think that's what it is because I, from time to time, have an opportunity to be the center of attention. And more often than not, it makes me uncomfortable unless I feel like my being the center of attention is going to be a benefit to the people that I care about. Well, it just so happens that I care about my wife and my children. I care about my parents. I care about my brother and his family. I care about my cousins and my aunts and my uncles. I care about my friends. I care about my coworkers. I care about people in my community. I care about people in my country. I care about people made in God's image who are close to me and people that I don't even know. It bothers me when I see people hurting because they have bad ideas. They have fuzzy ways of thinking about things. And maybe they don't really think about things like they ought to. They feel their way through life and they get themselves into a jam that way. I hurt for people who have broken homes because I come from a broken home and I feel an empathy for those people, not just in the abstract, but in a very practical way. I know what that is. I know what it is to have parents who fight and who bicker and who are ugly with each other and then are ugly with you when you resemble your parent that they're having the hard time with. I know what it is to feel like you can't win for losing because you have impossible rocks and hard places that you're stuck between in various spheres. And so what I want to do here is not just be self-indulgent and say, listen to me. What I want to do is I want to put to a good use, to an honorable use, my knowledge, my insight, whatever it is, whatever I have the blessing and privilege of understanding, and whatever I don't understand so well as maybe I think I do, I want to refine that. I want to refine that because whether you listen to this podcast or not, or whether you tune in for half an episode and that's it, if I know you in real life, I'm going to be talking and listening and interacting with you. And I want to do that in a way that honors God and that builds you up. If you're an enemy of mine and you just cannot stand me, the sound of my voice is like fingernails on chalkboard. The way I carry myself just gets on your nerves. The things that I say seem silly or nonsense, whatever, right? Whatever it is, we're going to have conflict in some form or fashion. So if I can minimize that conflict by being more intentional and more aware of the things that I say and how I'm coming across, I fail to see the downside in that. If I, by my example, even, not even just in the specific things that I'm saying, but just the very fact that I'm trying to be more intentional about the way that I communicate, how I present myself, what I'm doing, what my attitude is, because that's upstream of what I'm doing and how I'm talking, how I'm listening, how I'm treating people around me. If I'm trying to be more intentional about that, then by God's grace, maybe, just maybe, that's a good example. And it gives you some ideas. And that helps you to be more intentional in the way that you live your life. And maybe that benefits me, and maybe it doesn't, except that God, who made you and I both in his image, sees that that was my heart and that was my intention. And whether this podcast ever has a million subscribers, a million listens or not, 
God sees that. And as Jesus says, your father who sees in secret will reward you. That's the way that I want to be virtuous. I really do. And this podcast thing might seem counterintuitive if that's my goal. If I'm reading Thessalonians and it talks about striving, aspiring, being ambitious to live a quiet life, minding your own business and working with your hands. What am I doing here? Why are you listening to a podcast? That's not a quiet life, minding my own business, working with my hands. Well, maybe it is, though. Maybe it is. There's all this wisdom literature in the Old Testament, and I have to believe the reason, in part, that there is wisdom literature in the Old Testament is because God wants us to be wise. And where we see in the New Testament talk of letting no unwholesome talk come out of our mouths except that which is good for edification and building others up, then maybe, just maybe, this is what I ought to do. Maybe this is what I should strive to be better and better at. Nobody's going to listen to a podcast that doesn't have a good logo, that doesn't have a good intro and a good outro. Nobody's going to listen to a podcast that doesn't have a good website. Maybe. So far, I've had some listeners, but I want to be more productive. I want to invest not just any old-fashioned way. I don't want to just choose between burying my talents in a field or else putting them in the bank and they earn some interest. I want to invest in such a way that the greatest possible harvest is possible. And so I hired somebody for not very much money even compared to what I was expecting. I hired somebody to design a logo for me. And we'll see. I might ask him to revise it, tweak it, I'm not sure if I love this tint of yellow, but it's growing on me. Maybe I should like it more than I do. It's a little brighter than I would have chosen. But then again, that's part of why I hired somebody who isn't me, because I needed somebody who was good at this. And wouldn't you know, this artist that I hired on Fiverr has his portfolio, like all of the artists that you can hire on Fiverr do, all of the illustrators, all of the graphic design people you can hire on there. They have portfolios that you can click through and you can see their work. You can see if that's something like what you want them to do for you and make for you. And was he promoting himself? Maybe, but that's his business. He's advertising. He's trying to tell you how he can help you if this is what you're looking for. And if it's not, well, then you see that too and you don't waste your time. And you get to move on to someone else who is going to have something that is more in keeping with what you need and what you want, what suits your special needs here. I also decided yesterday after seeing that designing my own logo was not necessary. I don't have to do every piece of this myself in order for it to be personal and for it to be good. I decided I was going to hire my friend Bobby McPherson over at the Reformed Conservative, TRC, hire him to finish up a website for andthisiswhy.us. Andthisiswhy.us will be the homepage for And This Is Why, the book series, the first installment of which you've heard me talk about on this program. 
and this is why we homeschool, but the next in the series might be, and this is why we have children, and this is why we get married, and this is why we go to church. And I'm just going to reverse engineer how we get to a good dynamic in our home. How do we be good stewards of our children's education? Well, before we get into that, maybe we should talk more about our attitude towards our children. Before we talk about how to educate them, maybe we need to refine the way we think about our children in general. And maybe before we can get too deep into that, we need to rethink our attitude about our spouse or our would-be spouse. And maybe before we get into that, we need to think about what's our attitude towards the church, towards the bride of Christ. Our spouse, we read in the New Testament, we're supposed to relate to in imitation of the way that Christ and the church interact in the way that they relate to one another. And so maybe before I can figure out how to love my wife well, like Christ loved the church and laid his life down for her, maybe I need to think about the relationship between Christ and the church. And am I part of that? Am I bought into that? If I'm in Christ, I am part of the church. But how is that going? How's that working for you? Am I being a productive member of the church? Am I edifying those around me? Am I serving God and my brother? Am I looking for ways to build up what God is doing here? Am I looking for ways to invest my talents there? So Bobby McPherson has agreed to help me finish up the website. He's going to be better at it now than I have the time or interest to be. Even if I work hard at it, I've just got too many other things going on. And I think it would be worth it to pay him and to support him in the time and effort he's put into learning how to do this thing. I'm going to support him by paying him to support me. And it's mutually beneficial. It's good for him. It's good for me. It's good for his family. It's good for my family. And I think it'll be good for you too. Because I think the things that I am burdened that I feel a conviction that I need to say. And if I say it poorly, that doesn't necessarily mean I shouldn't have said it at all. It just means I should repent if I didn't discipline myself sufficiently, if I was selfish in that moment. And I need to work at saying that better. If it wasn't true, I need to figure out how to say the thing that is true. If it wasn't good, I need to figure out how to say the thing that is good. If it wasn't helpful, I need to figure out how to be more helpful. So that's what we're doing here. And I hope in that spirit, if the Lord puts it on your heart to help support this podcast, either by giving me encouragement, by sharing these podcast episodes with somebody you know, by sponsoring this podcast, by whatever, right? Throwing out some suggestions for how it could be better. Whatever that looks like. Help me help you. Help me help you. And I think even if I don't hear from you, I trust that God is glorified and is honored. However many people are listening, he can bless that. If I have dedicated myself to him and dedicated this work to him, and if I'm being led by the Spirit, and if my words are informed by the scriptures, God says his word will not return void of power. In other words, it accomplishes exactly what he intends 
for it to accomplish. And I personally believe there's a great deal of power in God's word for our good, for our benefit, and that if we're talking about the things of God's word, if we're communicating and we're thinking through intentionally, we're trying to meditate on these things, we're trying to gnaw on these truths like a lion chewing on a bone to get at the marrow. If that's what we're doing here, God's honored by that. He's pleased by that. There's going to be fruit. There's going to be good fruit that's born by that. So anyway, check out the Garrett Ashley Mullet Show.com and subscribe. If you haven't yet, subscribe. Check it out. Let me know what you think. If you think it could be better, you got ideas for how it could be better. I want to hear them and share it with people you know. Right. Let me know what you think, too, of the coffee mug idea, the T-shirt idea. If that's something you'd be interested in, if you'd like to have some kind of uh, email or an alert or for me to reach out to you in some way. Once I've got the coffee mugs and the T-shirts up and available for ordering, let me know. I'd like to hear from you. But for right now, there's a blizzard outside. It's a snowy Sunday afternoon. I think I'm going to go hang out with my kiddos and my wife. And for your part, be safe. Have a blessed day. Thanks for listening. And God bless. You've been listening to The Garrett Ashley Mullet Show on Anchor FM. For more content like what you heard today, visit the homepage for On The Rocks blog at onthe.rocks. Also, check out On The Rocks blog podcast with Micah Hirschberger, weekly on Anchor FM. If you haven't yet done so, hit subscribe to this podcast also. And you can reach Garrett Ashley Mullet with any comments, questions, or complaints at garrettmullet at gmail.com. Hello, this is Garrett Ashley Mullet, host of The Garrett Ashley Mullet Show on Anchor FM, and also chief editor and writer at On The Rocks blog since 2015. I have just published my first book. It is available on paperback and Kindle from Amazon.com right now. Are you thinking about homeschooling? Is someone you know considering it? No shortage of books will help you figure out how to do it. This is a book about why you should. Written from the perspective of a homeschooling father of seven who was himself homeschooled growing up, this is an encouragement to fathers and mothers to think rightly about their children's education. What our children believe about God, themselves, one another, and the universe, these are all features of their education, and the worldview our children develop is downstream of the sort of education they receive. And this is why we homeschool. Maybe you are a parent of homeschooling children and you could use some encouragement. Perhaps your local school shut down and now remote learning or homeschooling has been forced on you. Now you could use some help finding motivation to make the best of it. Or maybe you have a friend or family member considering homeschooling their children. Rather than starting you off with another home education how-to, let us start with why we homeschool. And as we figure out the reasons we should do this thing, the way to do it will be made far easier. Just go right on over to Amazon.com and type in, and this is why we homeschool in the search results. It'll come right up. Order your copy today.